Win at Work and Life with Nikki Bush is the podcast where you and I explore what it means to win at both work and life. Today, you get to choose how to create a life of meaning and self-expression that includes both your work and life outside the office with your family. Please send through your comments, questions, and topic suggestions to info at nikkibush.com. Don't forget to share the Win at Work and Life podcast with your friends and colleagues to empower them to win at work and life too. In today's podcast, I'll be chatting about reframing divorce with life and relationships coach, Leah Seafor, who also specializes in divorce. Welcome, Leah, and perhaps you can kick off with why you believe it's important to change the way we look at divorce. Hi, well, thanks for inviting me today. I think it's such an important topic to discuss, and it affects so many people with the divorce rates being what they are. You know, divorce always gets seen as a mudslinging um, kind of really acrimonious experience for a lot of people who just leave it feeling traumatized. And, and once the divorce is finalized, people are still left with weeks and months and sometimes years with the shock of what that trauma, of what that divorce experience was for them. And it really doesn't have to be that way. You know, there was a time when you loved each other enough to want this relationship. There was a time, you know, when, when it, it worked for, for a long time. And there's no reason to throw all of that out to end it in a really bitter way. So I really want to support couples finding a more loving, more caring way to say goodbye to the relationship. Because what I do find with a lot of relationships I work with is that people carry that resentment and anger into their new relationships. And it just becomes this never ending cycle of upset and pain. So, you know, divorce and the way you do divorce really can set the tone for what your future relationships look like. Mm, I love that, that you can set the tone for what your future relationships look like, because I guess life has lived in a continuum of relationships. We're not only mm. in relationships with others, but we're mm. in relationships with ourselves as well. And of course, there's our children too. So are mm. you saying um, that we can actually all win if we choose to, but there's the active word, isn't it? It's choosing to and how we show up in mm -hmm. our reframed relationship because now that we're not married anymore mm -hmm. if you've got kids you are still connected and that connection will go on for a lifetime so mm -hmm. for me it just you know pay it forward not just for your children but for yourself as well into the next relationship or the one after that and I think what's important you know is that is that people think that you only have to bother being civil and nice to each other if children are involved. But I work with a lot of couples where children are not involved and, and you still need to find that workability because here's why. Your future partner is going to hear the bitterness with which you speak about your ex. And it is going to make them see a side of you that makes them question how you would be speaking about them in the future if stuff was not okay. It, it, you want to find that compassion and you want to find that grace to be able to say goodbye. Thank you for the journey. It no longer works. And I'm choosing to walk a new path. When children are involved, absolutely. It is absolutely necessary to show your kids that a win-win means that everybody can get what they want and you can still be friends and it can still be workable. And that even though pain may have happened, maybe there was an infidelity, maybe you just naturally grew apart from each other. 
those are normal experiences that are going to happen with a lot of couples. I know people get angry when I say sometimes infidelity is normal, but let's also be real here. You know, divorce is really high because of infidelity, because there's not an honesty in relationships. So for a lot of the time, I want to support couples finding the honesty in a divorce that they maybe couldn't find in the relationship. And, and that leads to a much closer friendship with a couple post-divorce than they had in their relationship pre-divorce, which is really interesting. So children need to see how you can overcome things and that you can get past the nasty stuff to find a more workable relationship. And I think that's a really important lesson for kids. The word that's coming up for me right now is making yourself supportable. And both parties, whether with or without children in a divorce, need to make themselves as supportable as possible because in this new space, it's a reinvention of self. And we rediscover who we are. I mean, I'm not divorced, but I'm a widow. And I can say that in the past three years, I've had to rediscover who I am. I've had Mm. to reinvent myself, Mm. not being in a relationship with that person with whom I was with for 28 years. And Mm. I've had to learn how to see myself differently and becoming okay with my new self makes other people okay with me. If I'm uncomfortable with who I am, people will be uncomfortable around me. So I guess it's also the same in a divorce situation, which is also loss. There is a loss. There is a kind of a a death of what was before, but there's also the rebirth of what is now. Mm -hmm. And it's in that rebirth where we need to be working, isn't it? It's that um, that that uh, journey of self-discovery. And I think that's what you do with your clients is you take them on a journey of self-discovery through the process of divorce and letting go. Well, I think the journey of the letting go is really where a lot of the work has to start. And, you know, when you said earlier, you're so identified with your partner, this is what happens in marriage. It's what happens in long-term relationships is that a huge part of your identity is in being in that relationship. And I see that a lot of the anger with people when the relationship ends is the loss of that picture. You know, you fantasized a whole future life together and what that looks like. And when that partner now leaves, it gets you to question a lot about yourself. And that's where the anger and the bitterness steps in. How did I not see this happening? How did I not know she was like this? How was I blind all of these years? Because, you know, when you're in it, it's a bit like the frog in boiling water. You don't notice it when you're in it. Um, So there's a lot of that anger really is actually the anger with the self at having not been conscious enough through the relationship to see what was really going on. And then that gets projected onto the partner in the divorce process. So I'm a big fan in both the relationship work that I do and, you know, the divorce healing work that I do is in separate development. In relationships, I'm a huge fan of separate development for this exact reason. Your partner is a part of your life. They cannot become your whole life. Um, and, And when a divorce happens with somebody who has made their partner their whole life, then of course the grief and the loss is profound because what else is there outside of their partner? But if the partner is a part of a very rich life that involves friends and it involves family and it involves hobbies and it involves work and adventures, of course there is going to be loss and grief. It's not going to hit as hard as if you have, you know, when you've got nothing else going on. So the grief is a big part of dealing with a divorce. And of course, you know, anger is a much easier emotion to experience than grief. Sadness and grief, it's debilitating. Mm. And it's almost inward. Yeah, it's totally inward. And it feels self-destructive. And it feels like you can't breathe. 
But anger is a very energizing emotion. Mm-hmm. Anger is an explosion and it just makes you feel like you're coping. And, I think and it's that outward expression. It. Actually, in a way, Absolutely. in a way, it's sort of more honest than than the other one because people can kind of see it and sense it. Uh, where the other one is more difficult to read. Yeah, difficult. And and it's so, it becomes so unbearable to feel it for myself. I'd rather just make my partner feel the pain. So I'm just going to dump all my anger and all of my yeah. upset onto them. So I'd rather lash it, out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think everybody can relate to that. But it's, it's why, um, you know, divorces become so nasty. Um, because there's no there's no one working with a couple to say as much as there's anger here we we can find a better way and that is why I find mediation so much more preferable to um, you know legal process uh, because it's it's a far more compassionate route and it's far more about finding a balanced um, ground where, where, where people can hear each other with somebody in the middle translating so the, yeah, the healing and the grief has to happen long time before the rebirth can take place. Yeah. And that's a process and it, it takes place over time. It's not an overnight yeah. thing. You wave your magic wand, you're divorced yeah. and now you're all better. You've actually got to work through that um, letting go and that, that rebirthing. Let's talk for a second um, around this word. You mentioned mediation. There's things, uh, you know, there's collaborative divorce. We're so used to the contested opposed divorce, that yeah. very messy acrimonious divorce that, you know, divorce lawyers are involved. It takes a long time. It's uh, it's it's nasty it's messy and you know I, I see this happening with people both with children and without children young people as well as older people even in their 60s getting divorced with no children and how they fight tooth and nail against each other it's just unbelievable but mm-hmm. um collaborative divorce or mediated divorce is a, a much more sort of low conflict approach that is starting to gain popularity and in fact just to let our listeners know we're going to be hosting a webinar in November. And uh, we are going to be talking both you, myself, and a mediation specialist, um, family lawyer, Rudy Kruger. And she's going to be with us. And we're going to be going in detail into to what it takes to do a mediated divorce. But, you know, from, from your um, perspective and your experience with couples, what have you experienced the sort of contested divorce versus the, the lower conflict mediated divorce? You know, I have to be honest that I, f- I find it very rare these days that, that there's full-on raging contested divorce. Most of the couples that I work with have reached a point where as much as they love each other, they're not in love with each other and their paths have just naturally diverged into different spaces and they want to say goodbye in a very loving way. And and really, people get surprised when I say that because I think, you know, they, think, they hear I'm a divorce coach and they think, oh, shame, you must have the most terrible job. And I really don't. It's very rare that I experience this nastiness anymore because I think people, we live in a world where people are far more conscious about this kind of stuff. And, and you know, as much as she got a lot of flack for it, I think Gwyneth Paltrow was was quite powerful in the way she and her husband, Chris Martin, did the conscious uncoupling process, which was, you know, when they got divorced, that's what they chose to do. Um, but it, But it's exactly what it sounds like. It's consciously uncoupling the relationship it's it's mediating it is finding a workable win-win where everybody's emotions are considered everybody's needs are considered it is focusing on the best result for both parties whereas litigation is is naturally an adversarial process um you know when i was you know i, I work with rudy um you know i refer a lot of clients to her for for mediation and i love her description she says you know the problem with litigation is that it forces parties to take a position 
Mm. Whereas, whereas mediation encourages dialogue and seeing one's position from a different perspective. And it's so true that litigation is like, it has to be war. There has to be opposition. Whereas mediation, you are both on the same side of the table and we have to find the win-win. So I think couples are a lot more committed to finding a workability because most couples have a very big shared community around them. Mm. They've got shared friends. Their families are very involved in their lives, even if children are not involved. And that's the hardest thing in divorce is when that all shatters. So people do want to keep a really loving community going mm. post the relationship ending. Yeah, and that was what I was talking about with that word supportability. And yeah. maybe if people changed their lens a little and yeah. thought about the long term, and not just, oh, I've got to get out of this relationship now um, mm. and thought about how they could do it better. I love that, that, uh, term, un that term conscious uncoupling. Um, mm. And I think, you know, I know the kind of work you do. It's very transformational and it very, is very much about being conscious about who you are and how you show up in the world and, and showing up in a real way. I know that's, that's, that's really a catchphrase in your work. Um, so how we choose to show up once again we have that word choice which links to consciousness and i think maybe your clientele is is a little more conscious than most mm. because mm. you're the kind of coach they choose and you certainly take mm. no prisoners <laughs> <laughs> but but you know yes nikki you're right they're going to be people who just want to go to war and there's nothing you can do to change sometimes that, that attitude. Some people are just hurt beyond the point of being willing to find a workable way. And, um, and it's all down to, like you say, how are you choosing to do this process? You can choose war or you can choose compassion. You know, you can choose fighting or you can choose peace. And at the end of the day, you're going to do what works best for you in that moment. And I know that a lot of people really struggle to get past their rage and anger to find a niceness in themselves towards the partner that they feel hurt them. So people have got to follow the path that feels right. I just, people have to be aware that there is other ways out there. Um, and, and, and start with mediation because the mediator is a lawyer. They do know the, leg the, the legalities required to do a divorce, but they're not out to get your partner or to make you feel like this has to be a really awful process they just want to find the most workable calm way to do it so at the end of the day people are going to do what works best for them and for a lot of people anger is what works best for them and there's nothing you can do to change their minds unfortunately mm -hmm. so for a collaborative mediated kind of situation both parties have got to be working together towards a common goal. Both have got to yep. be on that same page, sitting on the same side of the desk, as you say. Yep. And yep. for everybody's mutual benefit from custody of children to payment of yep. maintenance and splitting of assets, all of these things, it boils down to, to the lens you're going to use, yes. the approach you're going to take. And as you say, if everybody wants to win as opposed to the traditional adversarial legal system where somebody will lose yeah. it is possible you've seen it uh we know rudy works with these situations all the time um and it's 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 a splitting up without the naming shaming and the blaming uh because you're committed to the most positive outcome possible it kind of reminds me of the fact that while external situations will arise, we can't always control the circumstances that come at us from externally. Um, we can choose our attitude in every single moment. We do actually have a choice in every yes. single moment. 
And whether it is a divorce or whether it is a death or whether it is a dread disease, whatever it is, we can choose to allow those situations, situations to bury us as victims or yeah. we can yeah. choose to be broken open and planted like a seed. And every ending does actually have a new beginning somewhere along the line, if we can see it. And that's the thing is that first step is taking ownership and responsibility for what role you played in the collapse of your relationship, full stop. And when there's an infidelity, people are very quick to always point the finger at the one who did the cheating. And at the end of the day, please be honest about the fact that stuff was really not okay in your relationship to have led to that point in the first place. Nothing just happens for no reason. And for a long time, people allow really unhealthy behaviors and habits to creep into their relationships. They go unconscious, they stop paying attention. And at the end of the day, Nikki, we are human beings. We have needs that have to be met. And, and in a relationship, very deep needs of, of feeling seen, feeling heard, feeling significant, feeling loved, having adventure, having experiences, growing together. These are really important things. And in long-term relationships, we kind of, we, we, we switch off and we stop paying attention to that stuff and we start taking each other for granted. So healing past the divorce and finding that new story for yourself mm. means you have to go through that kind of dark night of the soul of facing your own stuff that maybe you weren't willing to face because it's very easy to make the, the other the enemy mm. and you were just the innocent party in the story mm. and it's never that way it's never that way mm. so it's so when you can take full ownership of yourself then you can take full ownership of creating your story and your new path and your new journey the way you want it to be mm. Mm. I love that and I guess what we're really saying is that adults need to act like adults when divorce arises and not like out of control attention seeking children, which is what is often the case. That's what we often see is you can yeah, see because the, their pain, because they yeah. haven't been seen for so long, because they haven't been heard for so long. The frustration is so real. And in, in adults is is you know, at least a child can throw a temper tantrum and, and it's justified and people will pay attention and people will listen. Adults don't have that option you know, mm, mm, um, mm. because they haven't learned workable communication to ask for what they need in a relationship. The communication is nowhere and they expect their partners to be mind readers. And then they're just completely shocked when a divorce comes and their partner actually has no idea who they are because they weren't being clear about that stuff throughout the course of the relationship. So it's really about also stepping into your power of asking for what you want for yourself in the world and not diluting yourself because you think it might make other people yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you can have incredible transformational stories post-divorce. Yeah. And one of the things that I find really interesting, and it's something I'm seeing a lot of actually is people get the divorce they go off in their own lives. They create this new life journey for themselves. They grow, they step into their power and then they realize how much they loved that person all along and they find each other again and they ignite a new relationship and they get married for the second time. I'm seeing it a lot. Wow. So, yeah. So people have matured as individuals and then they can yeah. come back together yeah. because they've healed some of those wounds that pulled them apart in the first place. Exactly. How fascinating. That's amazing. So I really do appeal to everyone who's involved in divorce proceedings or who's considering divorce to find healthy ways 
for themselves and their children to retain that parent-child bond. Mm. Uh, maybe you could just mention a little bit around, you know, what, what you do with, with clients there. You and I have talked about the fact that while the marriage may not exist, there are still ways to maintain those bonds, the individual mother-child, father-child relationships outside of the institution of marriage. And even your relationship. So when I work with people and I say, please, please think about divorce as ending the legal contract that exists between you. But that legal contract between you is one area of your entire relationship. And when you get rid of that legality and you get rid of the traditional what husband and wife role means, mm. what is left is a friendship. What is left is co-parenting. What is left is finding a new way to stay in a workable relationship with each other and to have an amazing parenting journey together. And most couples who have kids really do want to find this workability because it is exhausting to be at constant war with your ex when a new person comes into your life and um, you know you, you want you don't want that person being in control of your kids. And it's no need for that if you can find a more workable way. So working with people, it's understanding how to recreate a new relationship with each other post-divorce mm. so that the divorce is not a destructive be-all end-all never want to see you again it's really okay if you don't want to see each other again but for most people you live in the same city you share the same community you're involved in a lot of the same um, hobbies and a lot of the same organizations you share children together you are going to be seeing each other you've yeah. got to find a workable way to have that relationship without it always being a trigger in your life Mm, and to to not always be victimized by each other or of course there's the legal system that yeah. is part of this victimization game that goes on and on absolutely because who's making all the money out of a divorce proceeding you've got to think about this what is it financially costing you and who's winning and you know when we you know um you know somebody jokes uh, you know we, we put the 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 ad out for our our webinar called the win-win divorce and somebody's comment was well who gets who gets to win-win is it the lawyers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I laughed because he's right he's right in most yeah. divorces yeah. they are the ones that win so um it's just keeping your focus on each other it's keeping your focus on both of you being happy both of you being able to go forth and live the lives you both want to be living and I always say to people you know I, when I work with couples we we go through a bit of a divorce celebration and there's a ritual and there's a ceremony involved because you put all this energy into a marriage um, and you don't put any energy into saying goodbye to this mm, journey that mm. the two of you have walked together um, and acknowledging that you're both in different places and that's totally okay and you both get to go forward in your lives and have the lives that you want for this stage of your life. Mm, mm. So divorce handled well can be mutually respectful and a beneficial process. And you can choose a new path. You can choose your own path that consciously honors the connections between ex-spouses and their children that has nothing to do with the marriage. If you both want to avoid the massacre of a divorce, and I think that is such an emotive word, the massacre yeah. of divorce, because so often it is from the inside and looking on from the outside, it, it can be a massacre. With its attendant collateral damage, we have a two-hour eye-opening high-energy session, which will change the way you see divorce. So we are going to introduce you to some of the following um, pieces of information and viewpoints during this two-hour session. So how to work together to find a new way forward, how to avoid destruction, 
undermining each other and revenge. Oh my goodness, revenge is also one of those words that just makes you shudder because that is what so much of it becomes. It's, yeah. it's this, uh, as you say, a war, but it's a revenge war for all that unspoken stuff that you could never clearly get across. So it's that attention yeah. seeking. Uh, transforming potential devastation into empowerment, turning divorce into an awakening and a rebirth of something new for everyone. For me, I, 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 I'm saying this and I'm thinking there's so much excitement and newness that's there. And so many people getting divorced just never, ever think about that kind of side of things. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's the manipulation of the children that is a trap that yeah. so many people fall into. Yeah. And it's absolutely devastating. So we'll talk about how to talk to children about divorce and keeping agreements and reframing your roles in the new setup, co-parenting to support your children during the process. And then, of course, we will have Rudy Kruger with us and she'll take us through all the legalities, the difference between mediation and a lawyer, whether you need both, the costs involved, custody and maintenance issues, amongst many, many other things. So I've just touched on a few things that we will be covering on the 11th of November between 7 and 9 p.m. So it's an evening event so that uh, everybody can make it with work and all. And if you would like to get hold of your tickets, you can visit Nikki Bush com go to the shop and look for the win-win divorce webinar and we really look forward to hosting you so on that note i'm going to close off this podcast do you have any last words to say before we end off leah no just i really look forward to having you all there and uh and just you know if you know people who are struggling in their relationships wanting to go through a divorce or a separation please get them to to join us on this webinar to save them a lot of pain and a lot of heartache and find a more workable way to go through the process. Absolutely. Leah, thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like any more information about Leah, you can go to leahsefor.com. -E we look forward to hosting you on the 11th of November at the Win Win Divorce webinar. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, family, and colleagues. Let's empower more people to win at work and life.